Welcome to Love Drops, where your hosts, Charles and Diane, will share stories and reflections on inspirational topics taken from their own personal journey and world events. We'll also include nightly guest segments with special guests from all All around around the world. world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy enjoy the the show. Good evening, this is Diane, and I'm coming to you live from the Pauline T-Bar and Apothecary, recording tonight's podcast. So, if you hear some street noise, it's because we are outside doing this recording. Um, Thought it was appropriate for the topic, and our topic is one of those uncomfortable topics tonight we're going to talk about homelessness homelessness in the current climate the number of homeless people and families are rising to alarming proportions however you're not really hearing about it in the mainstream news or social media outlets people are not only losing their homes they're actually being forcefully removed by sheriff's departments. I recently saw a video of a family including small children and senior citizens being removed from their home, simply placed on the street as a result of the world's climate they had or have no control over. We must find a way to do better. Unfortunately, many people will ignore this crisis until it hits their home directly or indirectly with someone close to them. There are so many misconceptions and untruths attached to homelessness, most because people simply refuse to take the time and speak with a homeless person. Being homeless has such a negative and judgmental stigma attached that a lot of people are not openly comfortable sharing that they are either homeless or close to it themselves. Which is why right now, as you are listening to this podcast, there are people you know. I mean, people you work with, maybe people that are acquaintances, some maybe even friends that are homeless living in their vehicles or hotels in silence ashamed to ask for help on top of that you have people living month to month away from being homeless that are simply ashamed of being judged and therefore are also suffering silence and refusing to ask for help to state the obvious by saying we have a problem is an understatement just so we're perfectly clear Homelessness is not a respecter of status or person. Don't believe me? 
Speak to the families that have been affected by the wildfires, landslides, hurricanes, and other natural disasters that have occurred and in the blink of an eye, displace those families, even those in million dollar homes. Trust, not all of them have multiple homes. And although they may have the means to stay off the streets, these people are still homeless. I wonder if that's the reason we choose to ignore homeless people or misjudge them. Because if we really look at them, we would see ourselves. And the thought of that scares us. Newsflash, truth of the matter, as comfortable as you may be under your roofs or in your current living situations, the possibility of homelessness is not lost on any of us. So what's the point, you might ask? The point is to be kind. The point is have the conversations. The point is homeless people are not invisible. The point is being homeless does not make a person invisible. Whether you choose to ignore them or whip your neck so fast you get whiplash trying to avoid eye contact, they're still there. And homelessness is real. I recall before we left California, staying at a hotel at, on the beach and just going out for a walk one sunrise. I stopped and leaned over a rail to observe the surfers. And all of a sudden this blonde moppy head pops out and I'm like, whoa. And it's a homeless guy that was sleeping under where I was standing. It was like a little under cave and he was sleeping under that and his head pops out and he smiles and he says hello good morning and i'm like hello good morning so i'm drinking my coffee and i say hey you want a cup of coffee and he's like sure and i'm like well how you take it he's like black no sugar no queen so i go into the hotel get him a cup of coffee bring it out pass it down to him and at that point, I just really look at him. And he was a nice looking young man about the age of my son. I told him to enjoy his coffee and have a nice day. And he was, thank you, you as well. I continued to walk on, but I left with a smile in my heart and on my face because he was smiling, appreciative, and you could just tell, so glad that someone saw him. It doesn't cost anything to just be kind. Just be kind. And last but definitely not least, before you go and try to help a homeless person, talk to them first. Maybe they don't need food. We, we see them out on the street and we think, oh, I'll get them some food, they're hungry. Some are, some aren't. Maybe some need socks. Maybe some need deodorant. Maybe some need cash. They have different needs. But instead of just trying to allocate what you feel that they need, how about first and foremost being kind, having a conversation, and you might be surprised that all they needed was to be seen and to be acknowledged. 
They didn't need any food. They didn't need any money. And they didn't need any clothes. They just for you to see them was enough. So whatever it is, do it in kindness. With that said, I'd like to welcome back to the Love Drop podcast, our guest tonight, Ola. Ola, we thank you for coming back. And we are just very pleased for you to share your story and your upcoming exhibit on the homeless youth with our listeners. my eyes and see my pain. My mother, an addict. My father, an abusive drunk. I saw him strangle her and hit her. I remember hiding and closing my eyes, but the yelling, the screaming. To everyone else, we were a perfect family, yet I was scared to go home. I had everything and nothing at all. So at 11, I ran. I've been homeless ever since. I guess this was my choice. Look into my eyes and see my pain. Thank you, Diana Charles, for having me on the show again. My name is Ola Shibomi Bashran, and I'm an artist in Tennessee. That was an excerpt of my current exhibition called the Homeless Youth Series. I created this series to bring awareness to the homeless youth pandemic that is, of course, all over the world, but it's also right here in the United States. Art for me is more than creating aesthetic images. It's about evoking emotions. It's about sharing. It's about exposing truths. Um, It's about discovering, finding solutions. Art is therapy. And this world needs a lot of healing. This series started when I was 17 years old. Um, I was invited to go to a mission trip in Mexico. And I met a young lady when she was nine. And she told me her entire story of homelessness and how and what she did during those times just to survive and take care of her siblings. And I turned her story into a short poem. And her life inspired me to, when donating, when doing anything with homeless people, when coming across homeless people, to remind myself that these are indeed people. And we must treat them as so versus just a nuisance or... Um, addicts or whatever you feel homeless people are you have to remember and remind yourself that they are people so from time to time I would not just donate or give money or or give them extra food I would purposely go out and buy food but sit down and, and have conversations with this homeless people and find out their names and look into their eyes and listen Um, and from that 
more of these stories that I've uh, created and images and poems to go alongside those are stories from real people, real situations, and I'm just showing you their life. I created the Homeless Youth series to bring awareness to it, to the situation. Um, the series has traveled to several different cities uh, and states in the United States, as well as to in the UK. Um, of course, it's all over my social media platforms. But people's response to it has, some have been, oh, nice, nice picture. Oh, that's cool. Um, but there's been many people who, you, when when they come in and see it, it's heavy. It makes you think. It takes some people back to their own life situations. Uh, seeing people come in and be in tears. And oftentimes I don't even hang the poems with it. It is definitely up there in some of my most powerful images that I've created as an artist. Um, I think people take a look at themselves and what I hope, what I hope they go back home and do to their regular day lives is the next time they cross a homeless person, they don't see them as they once did that they're more opening to looking into these people's eyes and treating them more like humans. You know, I grew up in the suburbs and I didn't see homeless people on the streets very often. Um, I might have never seen a homeless person, in fact, in my city that I grew up in. Um, However, I found out years after high school that we had several homeless kids in our high school that would always have a reason to stay at a friend's house or just jump back and forth, um, would take showers at school, and we just never knew. There are people who maneuver around, and you have no idea what their hardships are. We all have a role to play in life um, when we see injustices, when we see, when we see things that need solutions. We all don't have the answers, but we all have a role. As an artist, I believe that our role is to create things, whether it's creating a simple thing as an image or something as simple as writing a poem to share those with other people because those other people will share it to other people until it gets to and in front of somebody who has resources and the means to do something about it. How many of you know that there are over 1.3 million homeless youth in the U.S. alone? And that's those who have been supposedly counted, however they've managed to do that. 
1.3 million. See, me creating a series like this and putting it out there on my media and um, having exhibitions that travel to different states and different and different parts in this world um, is to bring awareness to it. Because if we don't know, how can we solve it? Um, and I feel like that is my part in the situation as an artist is to create content to put out there so that people can figure it out. People can find out. Just imagine if someone owns a warehouse that's been sitting vacant for 10 years, comes in to my art show, sees the art, reads the poetry, and decides, I could use my warehouse as a shelter. Who knows? What I do know is that silence is not an option in any of the crisis across this country. Um, the more people know, the more people have the opportunity to come together to fix all of our solutions in our society, in our communities. And my platform is, is to create. And through that, I'm going to create awareness and of all the pieces that I've done to create awareness and to bring light, it all started with the Homeless Youth Series and that young girl that I met when she was nine. So, to close, you gotta come check it out. Check out uh, November 5th, Thursday, my art exhibition at BBO Gallery in downtown Clarksville from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, I'll also be posting videos and, and reading and the poems on my Facebook and Instagram at Um I'm going to be selling t-shirts calendars, prints, and those proceeds are going to be going to a nonprofit called Oasis Center in Nashville that has emergency shelters um, for kids ages 13 through 17. They do counseling, um, all different types of stuff to help eradicate um, the situation. Thanks again, Diane and Charles, for having me on the show once again. It's been a pleasure. I hope the audience gets a chance to go to my website and uh, check out the Homeless Youth Series. You guys have a great one. One love. Never a second will I waste. Never an opportunity to taste the sweetness of life. Thank you for tuning in to the Love Drops Podcast. Be sure to follow this podcast and share the love with everyone you know. Until next time, this is Charles and Diane signing off. One love. One love.